when you can get to a place where you remove this friction, you're no longer wasting all this time, energy, resources, mental bandwidth. Then there's space to begin to actually start to be present and see what's really happening. You're listening to Inside the Den, a podcast about connection and the human behind the community in the world of Web3 with your hosts, Jake and Dwayne. All right, we are back for another episode here Inside the Den. We've been um, actually talking about bringing Blake Schofield on for, it's, I feel like it's been a couple months now, and we finally oh. made it happen. Yeah, ever, <laughs> ever since Gray Wolf, uh, we've been wanting her to get her on. Like, yeah. we we knew how good a conversation it would yeah. be. So that was the anticipation of like we got to get Blake on and have a conversation. And and again, like she is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. You you read out that uh, comment from Tanner off her website, and and that kind of sums up the whole conversation. I don't know if you'd like to read it out, yeah, now because sure. like that. That is perfect context for the rest of this conversation. Well, I'll, I'll add one little thing before I read the comment. You know, I, I at the Dr. Jeff Spencer event, Blake was at that event. So I actually got an opportunity to spend two days, you know, with her at this event, close proximity, you know, connection and working with Dr. Jeff. And and when I saw this quote, it really, really made me think like, wow, there's so much truth in this. And and it's very true. Like, I'll, I'll go ahead and read it real quick. It says, when you're talking to her, she makes you feel like you're the only person that exists in that moment. And uh, Tanner Hanks is uh, the one who left that. And he's actually the one who's like, you really need to connect with Blake. She's amazing. And I just remember when I was at that event, anytime I would have conversations with her, like not, you can tell, like you just feel the energy. It's like nothing else matters right now, but what is going on with you in your life mm-hmm. and, and what our conversation that we're having right now, that's all that matters. You know, I'm not checking my phone. I'm not looking off in the distance. I'm not, you know, piddling around. Like it's, she's just so receptive to, to people and their energy. And, um, so it's just, yeah, very special person. I, I would almost, I would almost encourage the listeners at this point to like, if you're got this podcast in your ears, try, try and be present during this, this one, because you'll get more out of it. I know you will. I know you'll feel that that quote because just like being able to hear the passion that she has in helping mm. people um yeah i just encourage you to be present during this next hour or whatever we talk with her because it will have a transformational difference like she said 100 yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely she's amazing um has you know does a lot of work in alignment we'll get into all the story you know yeah. where she comes from and how she helps people it's, it was amazing call so i guess we'll go ahead and um fire it up and get started to bring blake schofield on inside the den let's get going all right what's up everybody we're here with blake schofield and i'm so excited to have you on the podcast you know we just spent uh two incredible days with uh dr jeff spencer at his event and you know had an opportunity to really get to know you better and connect and um i'm just excited to have you you know be on this show and really highlight all the amazing things that you do in the world and, and really share your story too so blake welcome to the podcast inside the den thank you thank you for having me yeah it was so much fun to spend that time with you and get to know you a little bit better i think there's such power in um small, intimate, in-person events. 
you can really truly get to know people on a level that I think is very different than sometimes the level we get to know people online, which is where a lot of us are living nowadays. And obviously my business is all online as well. So yeah, like even um, at the Grey Wolf Summit, you were there and um, but it, it was a bigger event. So it was hard to get to all the people. And, you know, you're like, oh, I want to connect with that person. Oh, I want to say hello to that person. But it was just a little bit bigger of an event. Right. Um, so. So, yeah, that's the small, intimate ones from what I've heard Jake talk about is just a kind of a powerful experience. Um, wh- how did you get to know Dr. Jeff? Like, how did you get into Dr. Jeff's world that I want I'd like to hear a little bit about your story, but like Dr. Jeff is such an amazing person. I'd like to hear how you kind of entered his world. Yeah. You know, I consider myself really blessed. Um, but I also look and I say, how can other people have the same blessings that I've had? Mm. Right. How can, can I teach and educate based on the challenges I've gone through and the things I've really learned that have worked for me. And I consider myself very blessed because fairly early on, I found some incredible mentors and those mentors have really opened the door for me in a lot of ways. Um, It was a blessing in that those came to me, but it was also a choice. It was a choice to step into things that were uncomfortable and stretched me. And it was a choice to listen to my inner voice when something felt right. So I actually met uh, Dr. Jeff through Jeff Moore and, uh, For those of you who don't know Jeff Moore, I love him. I like to consider him sort of like my third dad. Um, (laughs) And I met Jeff Moore actually through Nick Peterson. Um, And so I met Dr. Jeff. Uh, I was in the network with uh, Jeff Moore and Nick Peterson. Actually, I think I joined in like August of 18. And so it's one of the first ones, the OG, one of the OGs. And, uh, I'll never forget. I met Dr. Jeff January of 19. He came to speak at one of the network events and I just felt immediately drawn to sort of him and what he had learned. And I remember coming home and telling my husband one day, my goal is to work with that man. And, uh, so I got to work a little bit with him in small group setting through the network, um, as he would come and coach occasionally. And we went through actually his, um, his goal achievement roadmap. And he kind of taught us how that worked and then, uh, actually worked personally with him one-on-one last year. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing that I find really interesting with you, and this was a conversation we had when we were, uh, we were, it was the second day when we were doing our huddle beach walk. And, um, and I think this is going to bridge into a really cool conversation about energy and receptiveness because, Um, and even when we were getting on this podcast is like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Like, I don't really either. We're just going to be receptive and just let the energy flow as it should. And that was a similar thing when we were on the beach talking, I think I asked you, I said, so what was your expectation from this event? You're like, I don't really have an expectation. It was just more about being receptive and like letting that lead me down the path. So I want to ask you about that a little bit more, maybe dig into, you mentioned earlier about like there was an inner voice and there's energy. You just seem so receptive to the present moment. And when you're interacting with people, I mean, I just, I observe it too. When somebody's speaking, like you just seem so in tune to who they are and what they're about. The question I have, and I'm not sure the best way to ask it, but this is how I'm going to ask it (laughs) is when it comes to tuning into your energy as, as kind of a guiding light to lead you down a path how would you explain that for yourself? Like, how would you explain how that works for you and how that's been um, something that's really 
played well for your life. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. I appreciate the mirror that you shined on me <laughs> from that event often. I, and I think that was probably one of the the most beautiful things I got from that weekend was uh, really having people shine a mirror on who they see me to be. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, for me, it was a, a, a journey, a lifelong journey to really understand how to gain alignment for myself. And that's what, uh, I teach, um, across the board, uh, you know, in the bridge to fulfillment, which is my mainstay business that I started in 2017, that helps professional women transition into more fulfilling careers and have more time with their family without starting over or taking a big pay cut. A big part of how I do that is I help women gain alignment and actually understand who they are and how they work best and how they can use their skills to truly maximize in the market, but also maximize their life. But then I launched uh, my new business, Ascend, at the end of last year. And that's really what I've truly taken. Like I like to say the bridge to fulfillment was the first 40 years of my life and what I learned. And what I do in Ascend has really been the last six and so much of that has been about truly understanding alignment at a really deep level. And so when you ask me, like, how can I be so present? How can I be so receptive? Um, what I often describe is that most of us are going through life um, and we are driving cross, cross country for 20 years and we never get a car wash. <laughs> Our windows are completely mm. filthy, dirty. We cannot mm. see clear. And so the first paths are really being able to be receptive in the moment um, allow opportunities to come your way um, and live life with a lot more ease, achieve what you want with a lot more ease is to start that path to alignment. And so for me, that was really about, and has consistently been the journey I've helped people with is to start cleaning the windshield. What are the be limiting beliefs, biases, patterns, um, the things that are truly misaligned in your life? Because if we don't remove those first, we can't see clear. And if we can't see clear, like we're just, we're running around constantly hoping and finding all of these band-aids trying to solve our problems. And, and I think that um, by and large, most of us are stuck there. We're working so hard to achieve and we're doing so much believing that more is the solution to the problem when it really isn't. And so for me, it's been a journey of cleaning the windshield um, and then really creating um removing the friction from the journey. So I love travel things. I don't know why. It's just how I visualize things. But right, the first piece is really cleaning the windshield. The second step is really about um, removing that friction from the journey. And so what I think and how I see most people live their lives and how I lived most of my life was, you know, you're on the road, but you're making these huge swerves on and off, back and forth between lanes. And we get to a place sometimes where we literally crash and get off the road. And those are usually the inflection points in our life where we're like, oh my gosh, this is not working. I have to fix something. And that's usually where we end up going to a coach or getting therapy and, and realigning and getting back on the road. But if you don't fix the root causes and you don't remove the friction in your life, you just continue to do that your whole life. It's like fishtailing, right? So you're wasting so much time and energy. But when you can remove this, the line almost becomes much more steady. I, like, if you remember when you first started driving your car, it was hard to keep it like exactly in the lane, but six months into driving, you're like, oh, I can mostly stay in like straight. Life can be much more like that. And so when you can get to a place where you remove this friction, you're no longer wasting all this time, energy, resources, mental bandwidth. Then there's space. 
to begin to actually start to be present and see what's really happening. And like I said, I, I uh, Renee, my partner in Ascend, uh, Renee Meddy, she always says, I stand on the shoulder of giants. And I, I believe that to be true that um, there have been so many mentors and friends and colleagues that have poured into me their knowledge and experience. And I have been able to really learn and incorporate and apply those things in to continue to learn how to gain more alignment. And so um, anyone that meets me at the events, usually the first thing that they say is, wow, you're clearly passionate about what you're doing. And it's so obvious that you're like aligned with the work you're meant to do. Yeah. And that's because that has been my personal journey. It's my personal passion and honestly, my calling. And it's the work that I do uh, with my clients, both in uh, Ascend as well as in the Bridge to Fulfillment is to be able to help them gain more alignment. Um, because when you do that, life becomes infinitely richer um, in ways that are almost inexplicable. If I could tell you what my life was like six years ago, you'd hardly believe it. <laughs> And then, and then your mentors helped you wash your own window. Yeah. A hundred percent. And they taught me the, um, taught me many different approaches and methodologies to it. They helped me, yeah, remove the things that were really limiting my life that I was completely blind to because we all are, mm-hmm. um, they helped me really understand how your brain works and how we all have these limiting beliefs formed from our childhood, just by human physiology and how we grow up. And they helped me normalize a lot of the challenges that I was struggling with. And through that journey, I began to realize that I wasn't alone, but so many of us think that we are. Uh, I was always the kid in high school and in college that would end up in these really long, in-depth conversations with people. You two probably aren't surprised. (laughs) And um, I'll never forget in college, my husband said to me one night, we we were still dating, but we were out at a bar. And he's like, why aren't you having a good time? Everybody's, you know, at the bar getting drinks and you're sitting at the table. And I was like, what do you mean? I've been in like this three hour amazing conversation. I'm having the best time. (laughs) And I think a big part about alignment and about truly understanding who you are is accepting that you have been gifted certain skills, gifts, attributes, experiences for a reason. For much of my childhood and early adulthood, I longed to be the person who could just come up with the quick quips and was funny. Uh, But I wasn't, I was this person that would get in these in-depth conversations, who would know everything about that person and sometimes know more about them than their, you know, parents, best friends, etc. And it wasn't until I truly stepped into understanding who I was and why I was gifted that skill that I truly understood the benefit of it. Because Um, I can truly allow people to get down to the core of what really matters in life. So they stop ignoring or stop putting band-aids on the things that are making them unhappy and truly align with a life that allows them to create what they want and remove the anxiety, stress, friction, hustle, grind, all of the things that I think so many of us are doing. And so I now recognize and appreciate the ability to go deep and have these conversations and really know people is one of the greatest gifts I was given. Mm. Go okay. ahead, Dwayne. I've got a, I've got a, I've got a follow-up question, but I see you've got something. Oh, to ask. Go there's, <laughs> there's so, there's so many things that I want to ask. Like, there's just these conversations light me up. By the way, I'm, I just love digging into these things, and you know, it's like 
windows and mirrors. You know, you're a very good person to hold up a mirror and help pe- help somebody see their stuff. Like, I'd like to know your, I'd like to know your approach because, because I would like to allow that. I would like to have just a little bit of that skill so I could help the people in my life, you know, like the ones that maybe don't have access to you, but to just have a little piece of that skill to allow somebody to open up like that. I think everybody, if, if we all had just had a little piece of that, it would, it would be huge. So like, what's your little piece of advice on how say I can give somebody enough space to open up and, and be willing to adjust their swerving to maybe straighten out. Do you, am I making myself clear enough yeah. Yeah, <laughs> or am so. I just babbling? <laughs> no, I think so. Um, I think you're making sense. Um, First and foremost, I think there's a level of vulnerability that we have to be willing to share for other people to feel safe. And mm-hmm. um, as I often say, I'm I uh, I'm somewhat of an open book. I share the challenges and the struggles I've been through, and uh, by nature of that, people feel safe to share with me their own. And if we can't create that level of safety for people, they're never going to feel like they can open up. And I think. Um, most of us struggle to be that vulnerable and that honest. Mm-hmm. And again, that's part of the journey of alignment, because when you truly are in alignment and you've cleansed, cleansed the windshield, you recognize that some of the greatest fears or doubts that you have about yourself aren't true. Mm-hmm. And when you can clean that windshield and go, oh, this belief system that I had that maybe I'm not really good enough, or maybe people think I'm better than I am. Oh, that's not true. And by the way, not only is that not true, but almost everyone forms that belief system. And I understand why that belief system's formed. And I was able to remove that belief system. So I recognize I am valuable exactly who as I am, right? When you do that work, it enables you to show up more vulnerably to people and you can meet them where they're at because you've been there and you understand it. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, so that's the first piece, right? Then the second piece is you really need to be able to truly understand you I often say this, that self-awareness plus empowered action are the key to fulfillment. Mm. And so if we don't understand who we are, what our gifts are, what our blind spots are, um, and we don't clean the windshield, every time we go into conversations with people, we come in with all of our filters about what they're saying and all of our judgments about who they are and what they're struggling with. And it really prevents us from being able to be a mirror because what we're really presenting a lot of times is, is a mirror. <laughs> yeah. The things that we see about ourselves that we're now projecting on people. And so it's been a really interesting journey. Last night I had the opportunity to, I had a sorority sister asked me to come speak to uh, na- the National Charity League, uh, you know, in the town next to me. And I was just sharing with these women about misalignment and how clear it is when you know what it is and what does alignment feel like. And that many of us have small glimmers of moments of flow where time passes and we're just like so energized. We don't, right. We're just in it, but we don't actually realize we can live most of our lives that way. Mm. Nobody's teaching this stuff because so very few people, I think have figured it out. One of the women to me last night said, wow, you went through a very long journey to figure this out. And I was like, yeah, it's complex, (laughs) but when you understand it, it's actually simple. 
And so to your point, how can you show up and help be that mirror for people? To me, the best way to do that is to work on yourself. Remove your own suffering. You have control (laughs) of. And then when you work on yourself and you recognize your own own biases, your own challenges, um, it gives you skills to be able to see that person and their struggles and what they're working through and approach them with a level of empathy and vulnerability um, that's without judgment and that that's without your own personal agenda. And that's when beautiful things happen. The vulnerability piece is so huge. I, I was in a men's group a couple of years ago and, um, and it was, uh, I don't know, you might've been in it, Dwayne. I can't remember it, it. Anyway, that's besides the point, but it, what was really powerful about it was, um, the call we would have a call is like, I don't know, 12 or 13 of us. And, and it always started with, you know, it was encouraged. Like we got to show up and be vulnerable here. Like we need to talk about the stuff we don't want to talk about. And it ended up like you started seeing men one by one started opening up. People were crying. It was like this really very well connected group. It just started to turn into. And I remember after that thinking like, wow, there's something powerful about being vulnerable. And it's like our, you know, we were, we just went to Dr. Jeff. We talk about human mindset versus champion's mind. It's like, you, I guess it's maybe it's a human mindset thing. It's like, it does not want you to be vulnerable because maybe there's weakness or there's safety there. And we don't, we want to keep you protected. And, but, you know, you know, turning on that champion's mind, it's like, no, let's be vulnerable. Let's show up this way because it's really, you realize, especially when somebody that you see that's like above you, or, you know, you start having that dominion, right. Or it's like, wow, this person has all this success. And then they show up vulnerable. It's like, well, wait a second. They're really not that much different than I am. Like they've been through it and it, it does open you up more to, to share. And, and I think you start seeing that, to- that toxicity that exists within yourself, that dirty windshield, so to speak, that you need to clean off and ends up creating space. There's a, have you ever read the book? What's it called? A little book of clarity it kind of makes me think of that where it's like, you got the toxic thinking and it's like taking a, a, a jar of water and you've got dirt in it and then you shake it up and then you can't see anything. But then once you, once you remove it, it just kind of settles and then the water clears and now you have space and that space is there to be present and receptive to life. So a hundred percent. And I think one of the biggest struggles as humans that we have is feeling disconnected, feeling Mm. misunderstood, feeling alone in the journey. And one of the greatest gifts we can give is creating that sense of connection. So to your point, Jake, when we share the things we're experiencing, we come to understand, wait a second, I'm not alone. Other people are struggling with the same thing I've been struggling with, or wow, this person that I held on this pedestal that's accomplished X, Y, Z went through the same exact things I did. And you begin to realize that we are all actually really connected. We're all interconnected um, in terms of our experiences we are all far more similar than we think that we are. Um, and when you can find a community of people where you truly feel seen, heard, and understood, there's a level of peace and energy that comes from that, that I've never experienced anywhere else. It's a huge part of actually why Renee and I started Ascend. Um, and that community, we, and we did our very first event, uh, September of last year. And Every single person at that event said, wow, you just kind of like, 
it's an experience that you feel when you're here. And they basically said, it feels like I'm coming home. And so really our tagline for Ascend is a place to come home to. Mm. And I think that there is so much more opportunity for that to create environments and places and communities where we feel seen, heard, and understood. We're surrounded by people who cheer us on for our big goals and the things we want to accomplish, but they're also there for us during the valleys and the challenges. And for those in the entrepreneurial world are who are really top performers who want to do things other people don't, it can be lonely. It can be really lonely because you feel like the people in your day-to-day life don't understand you and don't get you. Um, and sometimes don't support the big things you want to do because it's either threatening or it creates fear for them or they just don't get it. And so for me, the last six years of this journey, going to the masterminds and being parts of the events that I've been part of, what I saw was moments of that community, moments of that connection. But so many of those um, events are either large or sheerly focused on business. Mm -hmm. And what I consistently see is that, right, we need a holistic approach. We're all humans dealing with the human experience. And so whatever business problems we have are probably also showing up in our personal life and vice versa in our relationships. And for me, the best part about the events always is the moments and the crooks and crannies in between the speakers. And I'm usually the one up to like midnight. I'm the last one because people will come and get in these conversations with me at the end of the night. And to me, those are always the best parts of the events. It's like, when can you really build the relationships? When can you really talk about people? When can you really feel like, gosh, I have somebody that's got my back. Um, And so for me, that's a huge part of why I really moved and said, how can I create more impact? How can I help bring more of what I believe really is needed in the world? Um, Because that connection and that vulnerability, when you can be in a place with people who understand you, man, it is freeing in ways you cannot even imagine. Mm. I, yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Like this, this podcast is called inside the den and it's came from the wolf den and the TGA and Nick Peterson and Dr. Jeff and that whole world. Right. And, and before this podcast and we got into this environment, <clears throat> me and Jake were both doing our own things or whatever, but this has all what we're building now has all came out of that connection you're talking about. We found, we found our people almost, you know, like I want to hang out with these people. I want to talk to these people. The, they, there is huge support amongst the community. Like I'll support your endeavor. I'll, I got your back. I know a little bit about your personal history. Like, you know, there's, there's that part of the community and, and that's, yeah, I, I I just feel that's what we're kind of all about right now is just creating that place where we can bring the community together and and show show that in just a little piece of what Inside the Den is doing is like open up and be part of this community because we got you back. Like we got you. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Nick is, um, I think that's always been one of his gifts is uh, bringing great people together and creating mm-hmm. a sense of community. It's uh, a big part of why and how I've been in his realm for so long. It's a lot yeah, of been able to make amazing relationships as a result of that. Yeah. And it's, and it's a lot of just right back to the basics of like principles and fundamentals to build your life on. And then it makes you look and look at your life and then 
rebuild or build or restructure from those like foundational core principles and build up. And then you just get that alignment and you get that feeling like, oh yes, this is, I am straight as an arrow and foot on the gas right now. <laughs> like this is, that's how I feel sometimes anyways. I want to ask you about um, Ascend in, in these events. I want to dive just a little bit deeper because we, we we talked about this at the Dr. Jeff event. And um, one thing I found that was interesting um, that I can remember from the conversation was how receptive you are during those events too. Like, it doesn't sound like there's a ton of like rigidity with it. It's kind of like, no, like we show up and the energy kind of dictates where 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 things need to lead would you mind sharing a little bit more about kind of that experience and how that adjustment can look for somebody when they're experiencing that at an event yeah thanks for asking yeah so we do events quarterly our next one is actually coming up next month so april 28th and 29th and uh we've actually gotten more and more receptive and less and less rigid as we've done them so um they're small events. We have no more than 12 people and we don't force people in. So it's like, if we have eight or 10, that that's the right group, then that's the right group. And, you know, we do ask everybody before they come to fill out a questionnaire and really understand where they're at and what they need. So we can tailor it appropriately. But, um, I'll just give you an example of, of the event last time. Uh, Renee and I started with a couple topics. We had some planned on what we were going to cover and the, um, I woke up the morning we were going to start at 3 a.m. and knew exactly what it was. Like, as Dr. Jeff said in the inbox, I <laughs> got information. It was like, oh, no, this is what you need to cover and what you need to share. And we reshifted everything that we were going to do that entire first morning. And um, it was a beautiful thing. So we do put in content specific to where the people are at and what they're looking for, but there is an adjustability as we go through it of where is the group? Is there someone in this group that has an opportunity to really dive into something and work through something? And then we're going to stop and we're going to do that. Mm -hmm. Does it feel like, oh, we need to take a break? or we need to go do something different, then we're going to go do that. Um, the second day, we always adapt based on feedback, um, but we also allow space for things to show up. And so to your point, Jake, it's, um, I have really learned that when you can live in a place of receptivity, the answers always show up mm. about what people want and need. And so I think about, and I, I've said this, I shared this actually, um, with the, the, the Ascend community, not just, we have these events, but we also have a free community on success finder where people can come listen. And I was actually sharing a little bit about our experience on the beach as being like one of my favorite moments from the weekend. <laughs> yeah. And, um, if I had not just been receptive in that moment, none of that would have happened, but what a beautiful moment and what a beautiful memory of walking on that beach with you and seeing you know, just a circle of stones in the mm -hmm. middle of the beach, which clearly somebody must have done. Right. Right. Yep. And seeing it. And then I had this flash memory of being in Aruba and seeing seas of rocks stacked upon each other. And I don't know, Dwayne, if you've ever seen that before. I hadn't when I was in Aruba. I was like, what is this? Because there were hundreds of them. Mm -hmm. And that's when I learned that people stop and either say a prayer or create an intention by stacking these rocks. And I remember looking at Jake and like, hey, you want to do this? And, he, and you're like, 
I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, I'm in. And um, it was beautiful literally to watch you go into action, put your stones into stacks and the intention that you created in that moment um, of stepping into a bigger future. I was like, wow, how powerful and beautiful was that moment. And then I stopped and took a picture for memory. And that's what we do at our ease and elevation experience. They're small events. Um, there is such a huge sense of connection because you're really getting to know people. And one of the biggest challenges I found at events is they're too packed. There's mm. too much of a rigid timeline. There's too much education. And when really some of the most transformational comes in those moments when it's like, wait a second, what's really happening here for you? What's really going on? And when you can unlock those things for people and they can see what that misalignment is in their life or the big shift they need to make in order to truly create what they want, the ripple effect across the energy and across the alignment in the whole, uh, the whole room is unbelievable. And um, that's really what Renee and I've been able to create. Every single event is different because we're literally showing up uh, in receptivity for what the people there need. And I really have loved that. So we often say it's better experienced than explained because there's an element when you are in an environment and you strip out all of the distraction and all of the misalignment and you bring the right people together, there's an energy that you can feel that's almost indescribable. Um, and if you, you know, learn anything about, uh, you know, science, they'll talk about energy waves and that high energy waves, when you put other high energy waves together, they actually all raise. Mm. But if you have a high energy wave that, that conflicts with a low energy wave, the low energy wave will actually take you down. And so there's something beautiful about how we bring in people that are all, um, the right fit. And then you remove all the distractions, all of the stuff. And then boom, there's this like massive energy level. And so it's really an incredible experience. I remember the very first time Renee and I were planning the first event and we'd never done an event together, but we had uh, met through uh, both being in the network, both working with Dr. Jeff. And I thought, well, this is going to be a great partnership. And I said, great, this is a two-day transformational event. And she was like, how do you know? Like, I'm not sure I'm comfortable saying it's transformational. I was like, oh, yeah, it will be. What do you mean? <laughs> I was like, I just know it will be. Um, and there's something really amazing about that. You can literally in a two-day period of time make a year or two years worth of progress. If you really get it, like, what is the thing in my way? And get that the heck out. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty to me of these events. It's like this. Um, beautiful period of time where you truly get to be a hundred percent your authentic self. You get to show up and really have an opportunity to look at what are the things I want to change in my life and then get the tools of the support, the shifts to do that. And so you go back to your everyday life and you're a different person. And yeah, to you... me, that's so such a beautiful thing. So that's a little bit about what our events are like and sort of my methodology and approach to it. Yeah. And you can't plan for that. You can't plan for what reveals itself at that oh. high of a energy level. You're just like, okay, I know it's going to be fun. <laughs> so hang, hang on. Here we go. A hundred percent. And that's where I live happiest, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, just get me on a call. Just get me in a room, just whatever, because I can, um, I can understand people very quickly and see and understand who they are and the, the, 
things that are misaligned in their life. And so um, to your point earlier about the mirror, the more I've done this work, the faster and more efficient I get, the easier it is for me to look at somebody and go, oh, that's the thing. And I've literally been on, I'll never forget about three years ago, I was at a network event and there was a brand new person there. We went to dinner and she sat next to me actually. Um, This is back when I was more rigid and very outcome-based. And she said, I don't know why I feel like I need to tell you this. And then she poured out and told me in tears about something that had been bothering her for two years, how she had worked with all of these people to try and solve the problem, how much it had negatively impacted her business, her finances, everything. And she was like, I don't know how to solve it. And I was like, oh, the answer is so clear. It's this. And she looked at me, broke down in tears and was like, oh my gosh, that's it. How, how did you know that? How can I work with you? And I was like, what do you mean? Because back then I had this very narrow view of who I was and what I did. Um, but that's what I'm able to do for people is come in and get to the root of things very quickly and help them shift things that may have taken them years or decades to actually be able to shift. Um, and that to me is always the misalignment. It's the stuff that doesn't really belong. That's standing in the way of you having a clear road ahead. Yeah. Well, even being somebody's guide on how to um, even be in that openness, like when stuff comes out, like when you let stuff that you didn't even know was bothering you out, it, it's hard to know what to do with it after, <laughs> you know, you're like, okay, now I have all this stuff. Like, what, do, how do I use it to be um, positive and, and use it to my advantage to get in alignment? It seems like your superpower is that guide to like, okay, this is what you do. <laughs> Move forward this way. Uh, that's that's an incredible incredible thing for for people thank you it um definitely is a skill that i honed over time i am a high fact finder by nature very analytical and i spent most of my life trapped in the overthinking and perfectionist cycle and so i what you're describing wayne of like oh i have all this stuff and then i don't know what to do with it because i'm so (laughs) overwhelmed by all of it That's how I lived most of my life until I really began to understand um, the dirt on the windshield frameworks to really be able to identify and understand how was I processing information. And I learned that, right, if you know much about the human brain, you know that actually only about 5% of our decision making is from logic. Everything Mm -hmm. else is emotional. But for those of us who are high fact finders or very analytical or type A or planners, we're using our brain like 60 or 70% of the time. And we're wasting a lot of energy because we get caught in these loops. And so a big part of what I have learned and what I teach is to really be able to connect, right? Mind, body, soul. Because when you can do that and you can get out of and quiet the brain that's overthinking, life becomes infinitely easier And to your point, that was a big struggle I had to go through and a big thing I learned and a big thing that my clients will constantly say they're amazed because they didn't even know it was possible to shut down the brain and to stop the overthinking. But when you can do that, you can be a lot more receptive. You can be a lot more present because your brain is not constantly on overdrive all of the time. Life doesn't need to be nearly as hard as we make it. It really doesn't. But we have been taught, unfortunately, to... um, Enjoy think that the we chaos. have to think our way out of everything. <laughs> and that's not necessarily true. In fact, most of the time we're actually thinking our way into spirals and exactly what you said, Jake, before, which is like you take a bottle of water with sand and you just shake it 
Yeah. This is what most of us are doing all day long to our lives. And then we're like, no wonder I can't figure out what to do next. Cause I literally can see nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so funny how the human brain just can hijack your overall system and living too much in your head. That's something recently I've actually, um, and it came from, from the event. I remember Nicole said to me at the very end when we were kind of delivering our, our messages about what we learned and took away. And Nicole's like, I can tell you're like really in your body now, like where this morning you've seen a little bit more in your head. And when she said that, I was like, you know what? I can feel it now. And I feel what you're talking about. And it's, but you don't, when, when you're so much in your head all the time, it's hard to distinguish what it's like to, to really get connected within your body, your soul and, and getting that alignment. It's, um, it's difficult and you need people like you to, to really help work through that process. I, I believe, I think it's really hard to do on your own. It's, it's almost, I don't want to say impossible, but it's very challenging to, to work through that. So, um, well, listen, this has been amazing. We're getting to the, to the end of time here and, um, gosh, I feel like we could, you know, continue having, con- I love this kind of conversation, especially talking about alignment, you know, just something, you know, I know you've and I've had conversations, Dwayne, like we really like it's seeking that alignment in your life is, is always a, a challenge and a journey and, and just really appreciate the work you do and how you show up. And, um, it's just an honor to get to know you, especially more, you know, through the event that we were just at and, um, it's been amazing. So I do want to at least give you the opportunity to have people, if somebody wants to connect with you, we know that you do your sin events quarterly. We got one coming up in April 28th and 29th. So if people want to attend those, you know, there's, you know, just give the call to action, so to speak on how people can get connected with you, where they can learn more about working with you and get connected. Yeah. Thank you. It's been so much fun. You guys, thank yeah. you for having me. I love it. And the, it took us a little while to get things scheduled, but the timing is perfect as it always is. Yeah. Um, for those who would like to learn more about the work I do in Ascend, um, like I said, we have events, we have a free community. I also do one-on-one um, coaching at the highest level or uh, my, the bridge to fulfillment work where we're helping women transition. They can just go to blakeschofield.com and it's spelled S-C-H-O-F-I-E-L-D. People always want to make it Blake Schofield. I'm like, there's no W. Um, so <laughs> blakeschofield.com and there's information there about Ascend. There's information there about the bridge to fulfillment sort of gives you a, a full view of, uh, you know, how I support people to, um, really be able to create more of a fulfilling career in life for themselves. And I guess the last thing I would love to say, uh, in this process, if that's okay, is I really want people to understand they have far more power over their life than they believe that they do. Six years ago, I sat in a corporate job and I made a lot of money and I felt trapped and unhappy. Um, my stress levels had been sky high for decades. And, uh, I believed that my circumstances were the reason I was trapped doing what I was doing. And the last six years, my life is polar opposite than that. Um, I spent 18 years working 60 to 70 hours a week on average. And today I run two businesses and I don't work full-time. You know, I work for four and a half days a week and I have more fulfillment, peace and happiness than I ever thought were possible. And I want people to know that that's possible for them too. Every single thing um, 
every sing single thing I've been able to create in my life is a result of choosing to listen to the inner voice that I was unhappy, choosing to listen to the inner voice that there was something more for my life and stepping into things um, that felt uncomfortable because they were unknown. Uh, and every one of those things has unlocked far more potential opportunity um, and happiness than I could have ever imagined. Blake, don't make me cry. Don't make me cry on my show, Blake. That's that's beautiful. That's <laughs> um, really beautiful. Yeah, I appreciate that so much. Um, you make you make it feel like somebody cares about my life. <laughs> like I like you just want to see other people attain that, and that encourages me to, yeah, go for it. <laughs> awesome. That's my goal, right? Mm. I mean, this is. We talk about in, in the Wolfden, right, that we're here to help remove suffering. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, I learned that the vast majority of my suffering was completely, I had the ability to completely remove that. And I know that many of the things that I struggled with are the very exact things that everyone else struggles with too. And I think often because we try so hard, and we're doing all of these things to try and solve it. We think it's not possible or we think it's circumstances or the things that are stopping us. And so uh, for me, when I really came to understand like, oh, everyone's looking for all these band-aids and it's not solving their problem, but there actually is a solution to all of these things. And you truly can have the power to create what you want. It fundamentally shifted everything in my life. And um, it's one of those that once you're changed, you can't help but tell other people like, wait, there's so much better away than what you're doing. And the reason you're not accomplishing what you want is not because you don't have willpower. It's not because you're trying hard enough. It's not because things are possible for other people and not for you. It's because of all of this stuff, right? All of the misalignment, all of the stuff that's on your windshield and not really having the right framework or understanding to be able to truly create that change in your life. Mm. They'll discount your value. You know, you, you are truly unique. There's only one of you in this entire world. So always remember that. And, um, you know, there's, there's things that if, if it's not an alignment, then there is a path forward for you. And I think you just have to believe and believe in yourself and, and remove, remove the dirt that's sitting on your windshield. That's just getting in your way and getting in the way of clarity. I think this is a really, really powerful high note for, for people to, to end on for this episode. So thank you so much in, in adding that, that extra, it was really the cherry on top here for, uh, for this podcast. So thank you, Blake. This has been amazing um, having you on the show and for anybody listening, I, I highly recommend connecting with Blake, however you feel is right for you and, um, and, and getting aligned and, paying attention to this message and maybe taking some time to journal, you know, really get connected with that inner voice and, and, um, and remove those barriers for your life. So thank you so much, Blake. This has been amazing. And for everybody listening, always remember to stay wolfish. <laughs>